Who's happier post-divorce, men or women? This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung, and I am single. I'm Tom McGuire, and I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins, and I'm happily divorced. All right. A new study from Style Magazine said 53% of women reported that they are much happier post-divorce compared to 32% of men. Allison, how happy are you? (laughs) Uh, Much happier. Um, I think this is true. I had, like... When I was going through the divorce, it was awful. Like, I thought I was, like, I was definitely blindsided, and I had two babies, and I was trying to breastfeed, and I was so sick to my stomach over it, I couldn't eat, and it was just, it was one huge disaster, and I couldn't sleep, and um, I remember someone telling me, like, I know it's really hard right now, but I promise you, years down the road, you're going to be like, thank God this happened, because you're going to be so much happier. And I was like, I'm never going to be happy. This is the worst thing ever. And I am, I, I, I am truly happy. So, um, and wait, and you have several divorced friends, right? Yeah, I was the first. I, well, yeah, know. the OG divorcee, <laughs> always a leader. I try to set trends. Uh, yeah, um, I have lots of divorced friends, and it seems that they're all in marriages that maybe shouldn't have happened, or something awful happened, and you can't kind of repair some things. I think I just I can only think of one friend that is divorced. Um, that's a man <laughs> and uh, yeah. and then uh, the other one that i'm thinking of that you uh so graciously reminded me of um off air was uh a friend that got remarried but you guys are closer to both of them than i am i after their divorce what, well, do you, what were their kind of feelings i mean i guess i think they're both happier i think compared to my girlfriends because i think like with women i think like it takes a while to recover but you're like oh my gosh this is my new chance at life like i don't have to live in that situation anymore i don't have to feel like that anymore like i have another chance at being happy or living the life i want to and men seem to in my opinion try to find a new mate really fast to get back in the game well that yeah i think that goes like my answer to this as soon as i saw this i'm like this seems obvious to me and i think for most of the couples i know i will fully admit i have it very well like beth really like blah 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 no like like blah 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 come on (laughs) the wives take care of the husbands i mean like i do my i mean i mow the lawn and i weed and i'll do some of that stuff i'll do the things i'll do the dishes I'll vacuum. You know, I mean, I help out. Sure, sure. But I mean, like, Beth takes way better care of me than I take care of Beth, probably. And I think guys get used to being taken care of. And then when they're divorced, there's also... If I got divorced right now, I would go back to eating... I eat chicken breasts. I eat pasta. I had brinner, or, uh, breakfast for dinner a lot when I was single. <laughs> now I have, like, a nice, like, awesome, well-balanced well-cooked meal, meal like, every night. Yeah, I so. well, I think when, especially if I get out of a long-term relationship, and I haven't had a ton in my life, but I find myself wanting to immediately get back into a relationship, but it's almost more, not a relationship, but immediately start getting out there, but it's more of a getting over that person kind of thing more than it is a comfort thing. For me, anyway. I think it's also when, like, uh, you see a lot of guys, older gentlemen, when their wives die, they, like, get remarried, like, else, like they immediately oh, get yeah. remarried to, like, I the, the widower down yeah. the block or, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, right. the lady at the coffee shop, whatever. I, it's, like, the I, waitress that they've known for 20 years. Yeah, I had a couple of uh, my friends' 
parents, they remarried very quickly afterward, and they were um, uh, men. I hadn't thought about that. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because all of a sudden they're doing laundry and cooking, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but that's like, and I help oh, fold. I, I mean, I help fold, but generally Beth handles the washing and the drying. Well, I think we all want to yeah. be with somebody, though, too. I mean, we we want, we want we're not lonely creatures. We like having we're people. Social, we're social yeah. animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that I've been single for a while now, and so I think that, I think women sometimes feel like they can just do it all themselves. Well, I, I, how long is the longest relationship you've been in since your marriage ended? Mm, I don't know, like seven or eight months. And wh- why? And, and you've been with that, Eric? No. No. <laughs> Actually, it was shorter. Okay. <laughs> um, but well, you've been divorced for 10 years, 11 years? Almost. Almost. And I mean, I don't know. To me, six or seven months, and that's been your longest, right? Right. Why do you think that is? I mean, I, to me, in, in the last 10 years, I've probably had two relationships that were probably at least a year if not more. I think when I was younger, I was very much more into, could this work out to marriage? Is this the one kind of thing? And now there's no pressure for me to get married. There's no pressure if I ever want to have kids to do anything about it because I have kids. So I think that I can like assess the situation and say, you know, this really isn't for me and it's not going to work out. So I might as well like cut and run now instead of wasting their time. Of those relationships, have you ended them? Yeah, I've ended all of them. That'd be my guess. Did you end all of them? Yes, yes, I, I've, I've I've ended all of them. <laughs> the Black Widow. I well then. I mean, do you, I mean, do you want a relationship? Do you feel like you want a relationship? Because that to me kind of sounds like you don't. Um, I mean, I I do. I just like I was telling Tom earlier. Like, I don't have time at this like. Like maybe like this month, like I have no time, so there's no possible way I could be in a relationship. Right. So I don't think that I'm actively seeking. Sometimes I see people and I'm like, oh, I would date them if I had a minute. You would go out on a date with them, but not date them, date them? Well, who knows? I mean, I mean, you had a reason for every breakup, though. Yes. I mean, it's not like you broke up with Prince Charming because you didn't have time. Right. It's hard to meet Prince Charming because you don't have time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I had legitimate reasons, and I knew in my heart that there were deal, deal breakers involved that weren't going to work for me. Hmm. Okay. I kind of went down a rabbit hole there, didn't I? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I just uh, was... I, I, don't know. I do... I, I, was tell, I was also telling Tom, we walked a long way, uh, that I think maybe I have gotten really comfortable in taking care of myself, <laughs> because the other day, I ran out of gas turning onto Irving Park Road. Um, because I just wasn't paying attention and I ran out of gas. And my instinct was, and I was blocking like four lanes of traffic. Oh my gosh. I hopped, I threw it in, re- in neutral and I hopped into my car to go push the car because I think I can do everything on my own. And <laughs> the car is like rolling on top of me. <laughs> and so like five different men jump out of their cars and they come and they help push my car to the side of the road. Well, that was nice. I know, but I've kind of felt like that was really, like, I honestly thought that I could move that car myself, because I'm kind of in the mindset that I can do everything by myself. That's right. You go, girl. Oh, I like it. So maybe... Uh, 
fierce. Maybe that's my current issue. Is that I don't think I need anyone. So. You know. So do you, is it pride? No, I don't think it's pride. <laughs> but I was well going back to what I know. Yeah. I know. Last, that was that last week's yeah. episode, I think. The maybe I just have. I also flooded my house. Flooded right when school started, which was perfect timing. Um, and like I had to call my dad, and he had to come help me, and it was like really like. Yeah, but even if you were married, your dad would still come help. Yes, he yeah. would. He would show up, but it felt. I, I guess I can't do it all myself. Anyway. No one can. It's not a man or a woman thing. Um, so yes, I'm much happier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've uh, said all we can say about that, at least uh, <laughs> for this episode. Perhaps we should come back to it. I think there there could be more there, probably for all of us if we dig a little deeper. Uh, question one, though, this week is my significant other is sick and I want to break up with him. What do you do? <laughs> I mean, so this is like a real. Is, sick. Are we talking like this cancer? Like sick, sick, or yeah. are we talking? I think you know this goes back to a situation where it was a life-changing illness, and it was you know if it wasn't going to work out before the illness, and then the illness comes, uh, basically, how long do you have to stick it out just to be supportive? And this kind of sounds like a Seinfeld episode. It really. actually is a Seinfeld episode. That's not where we got it, but it is a Seinfeld episode. Hmm. Elaine's dating the older guy, and he has a stroke, and she doesn't oh, know that's how right. long. Yeah. yeah, and she has to feed him the soup. Yeah, and this does <laughs> this does come from uh, uh, this is a real life. Oh, really? This is a real life uh, oh, situation. Okay. All right. Um, so uh, it's I think it, I hate to go back to what we always talk about, but you have to be nice, and you have to worry about the other person, but you have to worry about yourself, and it kind of gets back to. Does it matter if they're sick? I guess it does somewhat, but you just gotta you just gotta do it. I don't know. I mean, you're gonna look like a jerk, but can you ruin your own life just because no. someone's sick? Absolutely not. Well, I feel like this is my ex-husband episode. After this one, he's probably gonna find out we have this show. <laughs> right before we got married, uh, and we had been dating for like three years, we were about to have the wedding, and we were in an awful car accident. And long story short. Um, he had severe brain damage and uh, a traumatic brain injury, and he was in a coma and like all this stuff. And my family all flew in like, "This is huge. This is big. What are you going to do?" And I was like, "Well, obviously, I'm staying with them." You were engaged at this point, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it sounds like you made the decision without even a second thought. Is that true, or did you yeah. really think about it? No, I, I didn't think about it. I mean. Maybe that's where my problem came. Well, I think, but it's, but that's the difference. There is, it, you thought it was right pre-traumatic incident. It wasn't like you wanted to get out and then the incident happened, though, right? Yeah. You were happy. Incident happened, and then after the incident, were there any red flags? Oh, sure. And my mom said, you know, do you think you should wait before you get married? And I was like, no, this is it. He's, I mean, he he did call me his ex girlfriend's name when he first came out of the coma, which probably should. <laughs> It's <laughs> another red flag. Yeah, I mean, you know what we the need movie to do story. Is, we really need to just we need to have a a, gr- a list of all of the red flags prior to <laughs> your wedding. After we helped teach him to walk again and use the restroom again, it was <laughs> so in your mind, you'd already like you'd already you had already taken your vows in your head. I feel like you'd well, already you're arguing together, for better or for worse. Yeah, uh, it had, already happened. Yeah, we had been together a long time and. We were engaged for like a year and a half before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And we lived together, and 
I'm happy it happened. I have two great kids. But happy the marriage happened, not the accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to clarify. I mean, he's survived. He's fine now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I guess just going back to not to like I said, beat a dead horse, but it really goes back to like, are you looking out for yourself? Or are you looking out for them? And I think you maybe handle it a little more gingerly, and maybe you stretch things out a little bit, and make them to a point where they're kind of in a place where they have gotten used to their new situation and say, listen, I don't know. Boy, that's brutal, though. Oh, God. She's going to say what? <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> right, but, but what are you going to do? Marry him because they're sick? Are you going to get married? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's too... That's very difficult. That would be just... I can't imagine. I'm trying to think of a scenario where I would... How I would try to even broach that subject. I mean, so... Well, like, have you heard of situations where, like... um like a couple, the one spouse has Alzheimer's so badly that they have no idea and they've had it for like, you know, 15, 20 years and then the other spouse starts dating someone. So, oh, I've, yeah, I've heard of that. You ever yeah. see the Sandra Day O'Connor story? I think 60 Minutes did it. It's the reverse. Her husband, I think it was Sandra Day O'Connor, had to be. He was one of the female Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. Her husband's uh, Alzheimer's was so severe. He was in a home for Alzheimer's patients. He had a girlfriend in the home oh, and Sanjay O'Connor was just she I mean, what like, she do? dealt with it like a champion she's like he's my husband and I'm married to him I love him he's not himself and it's so not the man she married well exactly yeah, but she you know so. s- stood by him and yeah. wrote it out and like it, they had like shots of like him and the girlfriend and in the home and mm-hmm. she was like a real I mean it was like a heroic uh I mean, it speaks. I mean, it speaks to the quality of you know the people that make it as far as she's made it. Right. Um, that she was able to deal with it with like such class and. Uh. Yeah, but I have to imagine. I mean, that's a, the face she puts forward. But I have to imagine that must have really. Oh, torn so her has up. hurt. I mean, I, I, anybody that's seen that disease take someone that you love, though. I mean, you see them turn into the a. I mean, you get glimpses of the person that you remember, but at the same time. You know, there there's a ch- definitive change in that person too. Not that you'd love them any less. You do. You're still going to love them. All right. Maybe I don't want the notebook story. Then is that what we're going for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Moving to the dating story. This uh, Tom, you got it. It's out of California. Yeah. So uh, this guy, he's a real he's a real thinker. This guy. So he decided it's to a get real on catch too. <laughs> he's a real catch. Uh, this guy, um, this is uh, Fox, the local Fox affiliate, Fox 13 now reported this um, to give credit where credit is due. This guy, and I say guy because he's not a gentleman, I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, would go on, uh, he would go on the apps, and I think he did it four or five times, I don't remember exactly. He would go on the apps and he would arrange dates to very nice restaurants and they would have the date, they'd eat, they would drink, etc., etc. Then he would dine and dash. Oh my god. He would say I have to go to the bathroom. He would leave and stick the ladies with the bill with the bill. And he actually got uh he got arrested, he got charged. How do you get arrested and charged with that? That's my first well, first of all, we can dive into the the whole just being a, a jerk to begin with, but how do you get arre- what do you get arrested for? So I think this kind of goes back to gender roles a little bit, but it was essentially like fraud. The charges were fraud, and I forget the other one. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to ruin your story, but I sent this to you because it was on... Uh, <laughs> I had no idea where it came from. <laughs> it was on Good Morning oh, America. Oh, I thought Tom did and it. And then I, I sent it to you guys. Oh, yeah. And then he got charged. He 
uh, was charged with 10 felony charges of taking financial... Felony charges? Taking financial advantage of women he met, mostly through dating apps and websites, is what the... 10 felony charges. And so that's 10 women that brought charges. So you can imagine how many more didn't bring charges. How are they felony charges? Well, I guess he brought them to really fancy restaurants and they so ordered it was like, over the, the best wine and all this stuff. And then he would always say something like, oh, my dad's been real sick. I'm sorry. I'm keeping my phone up just in case somebody there's an update or something and you get like an uber or something and then um he would be like let me just call like as they're get like finishing up uh, dinner he'd be like oh let me just call and make sure everything's fine i'm just nervous i haven't gotten called and she's like no 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 go and then um he would leave like he's had a full meal like they'd be like 500 hundred dollar tabs and i think that's how it got to felony so they're assuming he's supposed to pay <laughs> <laughs> uh well i mean he was only going on these dates yeah, no, I, I, mean, I agree. Had, you ask what you pay. Well, no, not even that. But uh, I mean, I, legally speaking. He was the one suggesting the restaurant. Like, oh, I'd really like to take you to this place. And oh, I love this wine. Right. We should order it. Things like that. So these are criminal charges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that yeah. awesome? Whew, man. And in the mugshot, he kind of looks like a criminal. Yeah. So is not, he a good looking fella? No, no. He no. looks like a thug. I mean, hmm. he looks like a guy who would. Well, I mean, just goes go to, to show you. You should always like go for a drink for your first date. Yeah. Right? Paul, his name is Paul Guadalupe Gonzalez. Mm. Also known as the Dine and Dash Dater. It's an interesting it's an interesting racket he had going. That's for sure. I'm just glad he got busted and Well, I think it's one thing to like be on dating apps because you want to go out to dinner. Some people do that. Oh, I think a lot of people do that. But I think it's quite another to like rack up a bill so high and then just run. Mm-hmm. Did I did the I I'm, I apologize I did not watch the story on Fox 13 now. But did they have like any surveillance video of this guy going outside and leaving? Or um, they did not show it in what I saw. Oh um, boy, that would be some good security. Especially, but it was be- like this woman saying like I kept waiting and waiting and then all of a sudden they brought the bill and I was like I. I don't have enough money. Let me. I want to dive into this deeper just because I want to know how they got the felony charges and criminal charges at that. Because you should be the one to be able to research this. I, I, I think I have the tools at my disposal. I feel like, uh, did he have to pay back half of the tabs or all the tabs? Well, it sounds like if he got arrested, probably all in charge, then he, well, he probably will go to jail rather he than pay not, anything. He but, pled uh, not guilty. He pled not guilty to extortion, grand theft, and other charges. Extortion, that was not fraud. Extortion, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe they're just throwing a bunch of stuff on it to see what sticks. That's, that's, uh, there's a lot of lessons in there, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of lessons. I tell you, go for the jury trial on that one, because you get one chauvinistic guy who's been burned, and that's that's a guaranteed hung jury. (laughs) Okay, question number two. Is changing your name still a thing when you get married for women? Allison. In the McGuire house, it is. <laughs> <laughs> did you change your name? I don't remember. I did. I, I changed it right away. I was like so proud to change my name. And yeah. then um, I tried to change it back immediately upon returning to Chicago. Oh, that's right. And they wouldn't let me until the divorce was final. And so, but they would let me hyphenate it. So hmm. I was I was a hyphen for a while. Hmm. But um yeah, I have a good friend who didn't change her name and her husband is still mad about it and they've been married like 15 years um, because I met her before I met him and so, and I knew like their kids so I thought their kid's last name was her last name and he's like, no, it's my last name. Hmm. I know a guy who changed his name to his wife, wife, uh, wife's name. I know that too. Was it a cooler name? 
No, it's like she was like an artist supposedly, and she wanted to like keep her name. But I don't know why you wouldn't just keep. Yeah, keep your own your name. own name. Like I feel like if I told my dad, like, "Hey, by the way, I'm changing my name." Wait, my dad's she has not to change it. Why can't you change it? I don't think because she has I'm old fashioned. And I don't want to. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't think she has to. No, I don't think she a, has to. That's yeah. not a big. That is definitely not a big deal to me. To me, it's not a deal breaker either. I mean, I would. I, I like that Beth is Beth McGuire, and I'm happy she did it. But if she said like, "I want to keep my old name," I would have. Yeah, I would have been. Right, that's you would have still married her. Yeah, yeah, I would still. Marry what if she somebody. said she wanted Caitlin to have her last name? <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> I'm serious, too. I would have been like, no. She's going to be McGuire. Sorry. Right. Well, my only problem now is that, like, when I get letters back from the girls' school or, like, parents call me, they're like, oh, hey, Mrs. And yeah. they use their last name. And I usually don't say anything. But after, like, the fourth time, I'm like, oh, you know, not that it matters, but just, you know, because I don't want to make them feel badly. Right. Because I know, uh, like, as a teacher, I would do that to people. And they'd sure. be like, that's not my last name. And, I would be like, why is it such a big deal? And then after I got divorced, I was like, oh, I'll be much more. Just call me Allison. <laughs> yeah. My my sister, I don't think she'd mind if I share this story. So uh, my b- brother-in-law's name is Dracol, and my sister's name is Nicole. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like a Julia Gulia kind of thing. But um, my sister, in her profession... She had really made a name for herself, and and so she kept her name for a little while, but I think she had always planned on changing it, and so she surprised him, I think it was for his birthday or something, with the, you know, the license with that name on it, but I always just think it's funny because it's the cold or cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to be old-fashioned, but I, like, I do like... I do like having the same last name as my if wife. if I was getting married and I, I don't I don't even know if I'd even bring, I, I mean it's just not a big deal I I don't even know if it'd be a conversation it would just be like do whatever you want that doesn't yeah. make any difference to me yeah I, I wouldn't force it but I like yeah. it. I do like it Allison if you got married again even though it sounds like you won't <laughs> uh, anytime soon anyway would you change your name mm, Allison Baez yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> really Javi Javi's your guy huh. I pegged you more as like a Bryant. I don't know why. Um, Maybe a Rizzo. Rizzo uh, could be like shirtless with a tool belt. I love him. Yeah. He's such a good... I mean, I love him because he gives a lot of time and money to... Like families. Lord's Children's Hospital, yeah. Does a lot of stuff with the kids. All of them do. I mean, a lot of them do. Yeah, they seem like a team of like really good guys. Uh With one notable exception, obviously. But uh, yeah, (laughs) seem like good, like great guys. I, I would marry all of them, except for the one exception. Especially because he and I would technically have the same first name if you take the loops off his. <laughs> <laughs> the loops. Obviously, we're speaking of Addison Russell. Um, I, I don't know. Is that a big deal for w- women? Do they still talk about that a lot, changing names? Mm, no, and I also think when you get older, you, you've established yourself in whatever career you're in. And so I think it's... Um, it's more common not to change your name as you get older. Mm-hmm. I have a friend at work who's like went through the debate a little bit, and she was like, "You know, with work, I've been this name for a long time, and after all this change, all this stuff." And but then I think she finally decided, you know what? Though I want to be, I want to have the same last name. Yeah, that's got to be. So she's going to do it, and then at work, I think she might like hyphen for a while, and eventually drop to just the new last name. Yeah, I mean, I still when I send my sister birthday cards or send something to my nephew i still write nicole rung on it <laughs> um my ex-husband's 
grandma who recently died, she would send me cards and she refused to change my last name. <laughs> like she would say like write it as if I was still married. Oh, really? I see. But they liked you, though, didn't they? She was fun. We watched yeah. Wheel of Fortune. It was amazing. <laughs> As it is. That's true. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of Single Married Divorce. For Allison and Tom, I'm Eric Rung. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week, everyone.